<laughs> Hello, lovers! You're tuned in to Sex Talk Radio. I'm your host, Lola, your number one source for all things sacred, sexual, and erotic. Let's vibe. sex gods and goddesses, kings and queens. How's everybody doing today? I hope that you're turned on AF because I'm about to burst your little bubble. Today I want to talk to you about sex fasting, fasting from sex, going without sex from yourself or your partner, and what this can do for you and what this looks like, the doors it can open up within you why it's good for you, why it's good for everyone, why everyone can benefit from fasting in general, from almost anything, but my experience with sex fasting and how it can really open you deeper to the sacred portal that is sex and intimacy itself. Something a lot of people don't realize is that they are actually using sex and masturbation to run away from things in their life or to avoid feeling emotions x y and z right for the same reasons that some people drink alcohol and smoke weed like of course we all know that there's sex addicts anonymous right but like what about the people that drink alcohol or smoke weed or whatever it is to escape their emotions right but they're not Alcoholics Anonymous per se and you're not but you're still using it as an escape tactic and a lot of people use sex as an escape tactic as a way to avoid feeling their emotions deeply or to avoid communication with another or to avoid getting actually intimate right as intimacy and sex can be very very separate for a lot of people and this is just, it becomes an addictive behavior. Even if you're not a sex addict, it becomes your go-to way for escaping. Just like another person, your neighbors down the street, way of escaping or avoiding feeling their emotions might be to have a bottle of wine at night or a glass of wine even, right? Like anything that sort of turns down the volume on what you're body is trying to tell you or what you are feeling or your emotions or your stress a lot of times you people use sex as just a stress relief as well as i discussed in an earlier episode the masturbation of the old paradigm versus pleasure right and how when we're using sex as this like avoidant stress release like (laughs) pressure valve then you're really missing the the good stuff, the sacred shit. You're really missing the value of what really great, mind-blowing, opened me deeply into surrender can do for you, right? So today I want to talk about sex fasting or going without sex for however long. And I just invite you now to like look back in to your history since you began having sex and just 
just think when was the last time you went a week without masturbating pleasuring yourself or having sex two weeks 30 days what about three days or a day and i'm guessing a lot of you have maybe gone a week maybe 10 days maybe you've been trapped in the throes of like grief or something like that where you don't feel like it and you've gone maybe you've made it two weeks and you know the few biohackers out there that are listening to this or tantricas tantric males i don't know what the word is for a man that practices tantra (laughs) but you know them as well or anyone that's practicing that's done this so this may not be for you but for anyone that can't really think about the last time or remember the last time they went more than three days to a week without sex or masturbating or pleasuring or touching themselves in any way, I really want you to listen to this and take it into your body of what that might mean for you of, oh, I've never gone without. Like if you think about fasting with food you need food to live right like yes and we need human contact to live but and and this is different for everyone because some people may eat their emotions or eat to avoid feeling something right but a lot of people are also doing this with sex so i just want you i just want to invite you into thinking about the ways in your past and in your history that you have used sex as an escape route from feeling your emotions and maybe how you still use it and not even necessarily sex but particularly masturbation right like when you really need that pressure valve release or the stress release whatever it may be because you don't want to feel the thing you're feeling and so you go release yourself and have this orgasm and then you think you feel better but really you just flooded your brain with all these chemicals from the orgasm that have filled you up to a point that now you don't have to feel the emotions that you're avoiding feeling to begin with. If any part of this sounds like you or sounds like a subconscious part of you that you're maybe just sort of starting to tune into as you're listening to this, right? And you're like, oh, maybe that that could be me. I want to invite you into sex fasting so if you i would like to have people experience 30 days without right like no sex no masturbating no self-pleasure as far as like that would lead you to orgasm you can pleasure yourself for like turn on and to raise your vibe but like no bringing yourself to orgasm or getting that release right you're fasting. You're fasting from the release of orgasm in your body. And you're fasting from all of the chemicals and hormones that go to your brain and transfer in your body from all of these acts that lead to orgasm and and generally end in orgasm, right? So fasting from that. And what you'll notice, for starters, you're going to have to start feeling your fucking emotions, which I know is hard for a lot of you, especially if you've discovered via listening to this or you knew even beforehand that you tend to use sex or masturbation as a way to escape feeling your emotions and to feel better. Like, 
that orgasm is your bottle of wine at the end of the day, right? To like turn it off and not have to feel it. But you'll start to notice that you have to feel. You can't run away. You have to feel what you're going through and not use that release as you're starting to fast. And you'll begin to turn emotions back on. You'll start to understand your own internal processes with your emotions when you're not avoiding them. Because if you're not using your tactics to avoid them, then you have to feel them and process them or shove them down deeper in your body and deal with them later, right? Which is usually like a hammer over the head when they come back because eventually they're either going to be disrupting your body. If you shove them down and don't feel them, they're going to disrupt your body and show up as disease or blocks in some other way, or they're going to come up at the most inopportune times, like a race car driver driving up and you're not able to control it, right? Like think of when you're in the throes of grief, for instance, and those waves in the beginning are one right after the other. Like when you avoid your emotions for a long time over periods of time and you don't feel them and then you stop resisting them because you're sex fasting and you're not you're not avoiding them with this tactic of using orgasm to avoid your feelings, then stuff is going to start moving. It's going to start releasing. It's going to start coming up to be processed and you don't need to put any sort of context to what's coming up. Just feel the emotions. This is a huge part of like learning emotional intelligence and you have to stop doing the X, Y, and Zs that we use as humans to escape feeling our emotions to begin with and sex and masturbation orgasm particularly is one of the biggest ways a lot of us unconsciously use this to avoid feeling our emotions because most people that are using orgasm and sex and masturbation to avoid feeling their feelings don't do it consciously they're not aware that like oh this feeling's coming up and i don't really want to feel it so I'm going to have an orgasm now. It's a lot more subtle than that. It's working on the subconscious, very deep levels of the brain that you've instilled this wiring that that's instead of feeling, I need to use this pressure release or this valve release, right? So it becomes this never-ending cycle. And what happens? What, What happens to all of those emotions that go unfelt because you covered them up with the chemicals from your orgasm? What do you think happens to them? They drop into your body and they and they stay there. They get stuck there and they manifest. They manifest in your external world through your body. They may manifest as disease. They manifest as limiting beliefs. They manifest as like super deep unworthiness or self-judgment and criticism. Whatever the feeling you avoid feeling that you shoved into your body, right, is going to manifest in a negative way more than likely because you didn't feel it and this can also happen this avoidance of really feeling emotions when we're when we haven't reached a high level of emotional intelligence yet in our beingness what can happen is that is that we also start using these same tactics that we use to avoid the emotions that we don't want to feel to also avoid feeling high levels of really good emotions so that we stay baseline or because we feel like we're maybe supposed to be baseline, right? 
But when you avoid feeling anything on the quote-unquote bad side of the spectrum of emotions, what you're also doing is you're limiting your high level of what you can feel on the quote-unquote good side of emotions. And I put bad and good in quotes here because no emotion is good or bad. And part of emotional intelligence is really learning to understand this within your being. That like you are a human being and you have emotions and they don't need to be categorized as good or bad. For sure, we have emotions that we would rather feel than this but we all have the full spectrum of emotions and what happens when you avoid feeling any emotion that you don't want to feel you also avoid the flip side of that so you stay really close to this center of baseline so you never get extremely sad and feel it fully through your whole being and if you never allow yourself to get extremely sad because you're always turning it off or having sex or having the orgasm to not feel it right then you just stay at this baseline like touching skirting around being sad then you also never feel intense extreme joy or excitement you just like skirt around the baseline of excitement and you can't like hold a vast amount of it in your body because you have to be able to hold the opposite of every emotion in your body Emotional intelligence is full spectrum. So when you take a sex fast and you stop giving your body these constant chemicals and avoiding feeling all of the things, you're going to start to observe this process within your body of you being a human and having emotions and feeling them, right? Allowing them without judging them or critiquing them or thinking, oh, I I don't want to fucking feel this. This doesn't feel good. Or without like adding thoughts on top of the feelings, right? Of like, oh, I'm sad right now. Like I'm sad because of this and I'm sad because of that. And you make up this whole fucking story about why you're sad and why that hurts you even more and on and on and on and on, right? Until all of a sudden you just feel worse than you would have if you had just been like, okay, I'm feeling sad right now. I'm just going to feel sad until I'm done feeling sad. What Vipassana meditation teaches you and a lot of other meditations and breathwork practices and, and Eastern traditions as well, right, is that what arises will also pass. So if you feel the emotion that's coming to you as you're feeling it and you allow it to just be there without without any bad feeling thoughts without putting contextualizing it like if you know why you're feeling that way then you know why you're feeling that way but you don't need to tell yourself any further stories of like why you're feeling x y and z and then talk yourself into feeling even worse and especially not running to orgasm sex or alcohol or anything else to avoid feeling the thing, right? You just allow it to be an emotion that you're having right now as an experience and it passes a lot quicker when you just allow it to be. Like what arises will always pass and that is the key to having emotional intelligence. So I do believe that if you go on a sex fast, it's going to allow you to notice how you have been maybe using it to avoid emotions in your life for yourself as well as with the world around you, right? Like maybe you 
hold in all of your emotions until you go home at night and you're like, okay, that's when I should be feeling my emotions because I can't feel them at work. I'm a CEO, whatever it may be, right? So you have to like go to the bathroom or feel them at home, whatever your process is. But instead of going home and feeling them, you have the orgasm and forget about it, right? You shove it down further. So I'm inviting you, this is your invitation into a 30-day orgasm fast, sex fast. You can pleasure yourself in other ways, enjoy the pleasure of life, and actually doing an orgasm slash sex fast is going to allow you to really tune in to the other ways that you're able to bring yourself pleasure without it being an escape route. You're going to start to feel your emotions more deeply because you are getting really clear and the chemicals in your brain are going to be getting more balanced, right? If you're not constantly re-upping the orgasm chemicals into your brain every so often, things start to settle down and we get a little bit more clear in our minds and we get more clarity in our energy. And this is a huge reason why if you ever are interested in or have done plant medicine ceremonies or anything like that, um, a lot of them ask you to not have any sort of sexual experiences prior, either, even with yourself, right? You really want to like use all, have all of your sexual energy from just yourself and not have anybody else's energy with you, but also so that you can like have your full force within you. And when you're orgasming, you're generally releasing that unless you have learned practices that allow you to cycle it and obtain it and hold it right which we can talk about in a later episode but if you're not doing this then it's like you have this constantly leaky energy so a sex fast an orgasm fast can really help you dive into your body and your energy and give you this sense of clarity that you've maybe never had before around your emotions, around your energy, and around your power because what will happen when you're not leaking this sexual energy out through this valve release of orgasm, then that energy is going to build, right? And it's going to build inside of your body and you're going to notice that it's very powerful, it's very creative, And that you have more energy in your body for doing other things in your life because you're not leaking it out. And this can be a really fun experience as well. If you're partnered up and you're in a relationship, then you can both do this together and it will help you to identify and observe in each other and for each other, right? Those like subconscious ways that you've been using it to escape maybe even together in your relationship, but also on your own. It's a really beautiful practice of getting intimate without the orgasm, without the chemicals, without the release, right? So I'm just going to wrap this up with um, sharing a little bit about my experience with orgasm fasting and what I realized both before I went on an orgasm fast and, of course, as I was doing it. But when I first did an orgasm fast, it wasn't necessarily like I didn't have the terminology for what was going on or why I was doing it. But what I realized in myself prior to was that I was I was using 
orgasm as this like pressure valve release, right? And I was using orgasm to not feel other things. And I wasn't super emotionally intelligent in my being at this point in time. I was like sort of self-aware, but still running from myself and in a very like limited awakeness, but awake, right? And like on the path of consciousness, but still waking up. And so I realized that I was using this habitual release through masturbation, right, of orgasm to to avoid my life and to avoid feelings. Like I was, it was an unconscious thing that like when I would get stressed out and I was alone, I would, I would masturbate to release the pressure valve, right? And so as I started to become conscious of this, I was like, all right, so... I wonder how long I can go without without touching myself. I've never I've I've dated plenty of men, but I've never been in a serious long-term relationship. So at this point in time, I was obviously not dating anyone and I was like, okay, I wonder how long I can go without masturbating, without this orgasm release. Like all right, how long can I go, right? And I know plenty of women have never experienced an orgasm, so this may not be an episode for you, right? Like, maybe you need to see me privately and we can we can help you find your orgasm because you are capable. But for those, and especially I feel like a lot of men may relate to this episode, right, of using this masturbation as this release and to avoid feeling things. And this is what I was doing and I've never had a problem orgasming in my entire life and so I would use it as my escape pretty consistently and when I became conscious of this and decided to stop using it to avoid feeling things and I decided to just stop masturbating altogether and stop um, anything that would take me to orgasm right for as long as possible as I was like sort of experimenting on myself or like observing, observing myself. And what I found was that I, my, my feelings and my emotions got heightened and stronger. And my levels of empathy also got, it's like my, my empathic body and my nervous system sort of got more sensitive not only did I start allowing myself to feel what I was feeling, not perfectly by any means, but, you know, I wasn't escaping them with orgasm. So if feelings came, like, okay, and at this point I'm, like, no longer turning to alcohol either to avoid. So at this point I was like, oh, okay, so I have to fucking feel this. This, this sucks, but it's also part of being human, right? <laughs> and you start to grow this this intelligence in your body with your emotions as being a human being. And yeah, my emotions really started turning on like all the way full force. And what I started to notice was that a lot of what I'd been feeling and avoiding in my entire life, like wasn't even mine. As I'm getting more conscious and I'm really stopping this cycle that I'd had of like, I don't want to feel that, so I'm just going to orgasm and like flood my brain with all of these chemicals. I really got clear in my body and I was able to really decipher like, oh, but where did this feeling come from? This this isn't 
really mine. Like, why would I be feeling this? Like, this doesn't even feel like me, right? And so what I noticed as I got more clear from not having the orgasm chemicals and not avoiding the emotions in general was that I was taking in a lot of information and a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions that weren't even mine, that I'd been avoiding feeling in the past by just orgasming, drinking, whatever, whatever the vice was, right, to avoid feeling the things. And what I realized was that half the shit that I had ran from and avoided wasn't even mine, but because I didn't know that and I didn't know my boundaries and how to filter stuff that wasn't mine at this point as an empath, it was like I, I didn't feel it or process it or even at this point, my boundaries are so clear with what's my energy and what's not. You know, I can literally, if something comes in that's not mine, I can literally just say, oh, is this mine? No, this isn't mine. And you like eject it out of my energy field or like put it in your empathic back pocket, right? Like it's not yours and so you can let it go. But what was happening was that because I didn't have that awareness and that emotional intelligence to know the difference between what is mine and what is not mine that's coming into my field because we are all connected and we all can feel each other's stuff. All you have to do is really listen, right? And tune in. And some people are more sensitive and tuned in for sure. But like we all have this permeable energy about us where we can feel each other. And I started noticing that I was avoiding feeling all this stuff through orgasm and alcohol and XYZ that wasn't even mine. And so as I was on this orgasm sex fast, I was able to really cultivate an awareness in my body. Not only was I able to move out the old stuff that I had avoided feeling, both mine and not mine, because as I wasn't feeling even the stuff I was picking up that was other people's and sort of like getting it out of my field, it was staying stuck in my energy and stuck in my body still, right? Because I had pick, literally picked it up and didn't know that I was picking up shit from other people. And so then it's like, oh, I'm, I picked this up, but I don't want to feel it or even understand where it's coming from or what it is. So it's just going to stay in my, in my body and my energy. And when I went on my first orgasm fast, this is something that I really got to cultivate. I got to cultivate this understanding of my own energy and what was mine, my own emotions and what were mine and what was coming in to my body and my energy that was not mine. And when you're not flooding your brain with all these other chemicals all the time and this constant like oxytocin, dopamine, sort of like roller coaster merry-go-round that we like go on as humans in our brain chemistry, right? I got so clear and there was so much clarity and it allowed me to really take a deep breath with life and begin to create this emotional intelligence that is absolutely necessary for highly sensitive people but it's also extremely necessary for every human being on this planet. And it allowed me to begin creating these energetic boundaries of myself, of understanding when things were coming in that weren't mine and when I was avoiding feeling things, right? Or not wanting to feel something. And it grows over time. It's a practice, but you have to start somewhere. And for me, this was one of the most important 
things I did for my understanding of my own energy and my own feelings versus what I was picking up from other people as a highly sensitive person that wasn't really aware of how sensitive I was at the time or what I was picking up from other people or that I was even capable at this time actually of picking up stuff and holding on to it from other people, right? And what I've noticed as I've totally become more awakened and gone down my own journey of and healing and path is that I've been, you know, of course, as highly sensitive people do, had been picking up shit from other people my entire life and holding on to it and storing it in my body because of either A, not knowing that it wasn't mine to feel or to hold on to or to pick up or B, not even understanding an emotional process or how to release things, right, from the field or to not feel them or that you need to feel them in order for them to leave your field and your body, especially if they are yours, right? It's this process of emotional intelligence that we have to learn and I'm a huge advocate for (laughs) the orgasm fast in doing this and how much clarity you can get in your mind and in your system and in your body and in your energy field from doing this and from removing this avoidance factor for, you know, 30 days, especially if you've never done this before in your life, like you will notice the power of it and you will notice how hard it is and you will begin to observe in yourself all the times that you do turn to that pressure valve release to avoid things in life or to avoid feeling things. It's going to introduce you to a lot of new aspects of yourself if you've never gone X number of days without orgasm since you discovered your orgasm to begin with, right? So this is your invitation and it's so powerful and I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode because it is so important to learn to feel your emotions and to observe yourself and understand yourself in the ways that you avoid feeling your emotions and that you avoid even being in your body, right? So, especially for my highly sensitive peeps out there, like, this is a huge practice that will help you know your energy versus others' energy that you're picking up, especially as you make it through a couple weeks without orgasming and that without those chemicals and without that release or leaking your sexual energy out as your sexual energy stays in your body and starts to build and grow and you really start to tap in and feel your power, you're going to really start to understand and realize when something is interacting with your field that's not yours, right? Because you're like full of your own power. And when you're full of yourself, there's less room for external things to fill you up. So yeah, and if you guys have never had an orgasm and you're still listening to this episode, so you've been orgasm fasting for your entire lives and you want to go deeper and you want to find your orgasm, man, I mean, I want to help you so bad. You know how to reach me. I love you guys. Thank you so much for staying tuned in and turned on to Sex Talk Radio. If you like this podcast, you know what to do. Help a girl out. 
And if you desire to work more closely with me, then, you know, all the details you could ever need are in the show notes. So talk to you soon, lovers. Bye.